solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 17. Cat, Rat, and Dog. Okay. All right. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. Woohoo. Um, we're able to listen to this episode because the dog turns into Sirius Black. Dun, 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 dun. And that's we, actually a note for myself in this chapter love. is the words dun dun dun. We are doing chapter 17, Cat, Rat, and Dog, which honestly sounds like a chapter name we would come up with. Yeah. Very simple. It gets um, to the I point. like it though. Yeah. Um, so in that theme, I renamed it. Animal Anarchy. Ooh. Which I thought was fun. Alliteration. Very yes, good. Yes, I love me a good alliteration. What did you rename it? Um, a Knot to Settle the Branches. Whoa, so poetic. See, that's like poetry. Yeah. Th- uh, my haiku, however. <laughs> Give it to us. Is um, more in vain, in the vein of uh, J.K. Rowling's uh, Cat, Rat, it. Dog. Say it, say it. It's, um, this is my haiku. Sirius is a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And Lupin's known all along. Also, he's a wolf. (laughs) Okay, that was pretty bad. (laughs) My favorite part is, also, he's a wolf. Like, I used fucking, uh, uh, um, syllables for also, the word also. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, hopeful, like, oh, I'm sure you're just being, like, no. No, it's bad. Um, it gets to the point, though. That's what's important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mine is, serious pools run, Scabbers makes a run for it, Lupin explains all. Okay. I like the Lupin, Lupin explains, explains all. all. That was my favorite part. Lupin explains all, Lupin's known all along. Like Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> Which actually, I have notes later that, like, they're actually very bad at explaining. <laughs> oh, right? I have thoughts. Yeah. Why does it take them so long to get to this fucking point of this story? Like, I am with Sirius this whole time. Like, let's get on with but it. But I'm also, like, anti-Sirius. It's, like, 90% like, come on, guys. Like, get on with it kind of thing. But yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. First, poor Hagrid. Um, also Harry's, like, right to try and go back. He's like, Hagrid, we have to go back. Which, they're like, oh, we can't because, like, they'll see us. But they're all leaving, so they could totally just go back and visit Hagrid and, yeah. like, take care of But him. it's also, like, like, I get it, like, Hagrid is having a terrible time. But Ron and Hermione are also having a terrible time. And I think going back to Hagrid would not, like, suit them. I don't know. I think for Hermione it might be fine. Better, Yeah. yeah. Ron's just, like, trying to hold on to Scabbers. He's, like, not even really aware but of even, what's happening. No, but even he's, like, no, upset about I know he's upset, week. but he's more preoccupied. Yeah, he with, has, like, an active thing to do yeah. to distract him. And he's, like, it's a sad moment. Like, come on, chill the fuck out. Um, uh, once again, I realize that this is a really important lesson that JK gives us, especially, like, in this book before, like, you know, Cedric and more characters start dying. Like, this is Ron and Hermione's first experience with, like, death, and they have to hear it firsthand. And even though, like, in terms of, like, if you're comparing it to things that happen later, it's, like, not that big. But for them right here, this is a terrible thing that they have to hear. Like, they've never had to experience anything like that. Yeah, is that it, like, you can hear the crack or not the crack, the snap or whatever, like when the, the yeah, when the it, swish of the blade. Kind yeah, of it's just. Oh, you do hear the crack later. Later, mm. that's what I was thinking of. But With Ron, yeah. But anyway, when you hear the swish of the blade, it's just it's an awful. Like I could, I would be in like Hermione is distraught, and Harry, I think. Because he's had to deal with death in his life, he handles this a little yeah, bit better. I think he he's does. More handle. like let's go. Hagrid, like, he, like, knows what Hagrid needs. Yeah. He's not worried about his, um, his emotions as much. Right. And I also think Harry knows what it's like to be alone and have to deal with grief. So, like, yeah. he's like, we have to go back. And he you knows know? Hagrid right. is, like, an emotional being. Um, yeah. Just a really sad, yeah. all-around 
Um, this is a very... Emotions are high AF. I cried reading this chapter. Okay, I did not. Not, like, <laughs> sobbing, because not, you know, but I, I had, like... I got really emotional reading it, it and I know I say that a lot about Sirius and Lupin, but I act, like, in real life, you know? Yeah, well, also just, like, anger, like, there's a lot of all caps. Yeah, (laughs) I, oh yeah, I have a lot of caps coming. Well, in the text, there's a lot of all caps. Oh, yeah. Like, high emotion. Ooh, ooh, this, Um, ooh, this chapter's so hard to read, I hate it. Um, I, like, really, I love it, but I, I love it, but I also, like, it's hard to read. It's this, hard to get through. It's also just very exciting because I, obviously I know what's about to happen and that makes it exciting, but it's also like exciting as a reader. Like, mm-hmm. um, the whole thing with Scabbers, like there's like a lot of energy. Yeah, she does a lot. She does a really good job of writing this chapter and keeping like the, the pot simmering. Yeah. Like you're, and it, it happens for the next couple chapters too because it takes them so long to get through yeah. this goddamn story. But then she doesn't let you, like, it simmers, it simmers, it's about to boil, and then it like, she takes it away and then she starts simmering again. Yeah. And you're never really like settled until yep. the end of this book, you know? Um, and like, Crookshanks must have been like on the prowl because she was, or he was right he there. He was ready. Um, so that's interesting that, like, immediately he knew, because I, he must have Scabbers sent, so, like, he must yeah. have been looking for him But I also time. think, like, Sirius is close by, too, so I feel like they might have been having one of their meetings, and then he, yeah. like, sensed. But it's almost like they knew that they were gonna find Scabbers today, which yeah. is interesting. Although they are sort of where they meet, though. Like, I don't know if it's, like, they yeah. were there because they knew they were gonna find Sc- Yeah, but it's, like, Harry always sees them by the tree. Yeah. And then... I think you're right, like, Crookshanks probably smelled Scabbers and was like, "Yeah, alright, this is our game plan, let's go. Yeah. I want the whole story from Scabbers' point of view. <laughs> or not, fuck Scabbers, um, Crookshanks' point of view. Oh, I was like, what to say, I do not want it from Scabbers' point of view. Oh, that would be interesting, but, like, disgusting. Yeah. I was hiding in Hagrid's old teapot for three weeks, and then, uh, I was so scared. I was like, Ugh. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Eat a rock cake. Um... I don't think they would have gotten in that much trouble, like, if they had been caught, like, going down to Hagrid's for this. Like, especially from Dumbledore. Dumbledore would be like, I, I think get it's it. more Harry who would have gotten in trouble. I don't think he would have gotten in trouble. They would have been like, this is really bad, but Dumbledore would have been like, I get it. Like, also, if they had really wanted to, like, they could have just been like, can we go down with you, Dumbledore? Like, we'll be with you. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, obviously, it's all to get them there. Like, I get it, but it's. They could have gotten permission to go down there, I think. There was the Minister of Magic and Dumbledore there to protect yeah, them. Yeah, but I think it's also, like, I think what Hagrid says is a point, like, and I think it's good that they wouldn't allow, they like, shouldn't see to execution. see it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think that would be something that they wouldn't want yeah, them. Yeah, Fudge would be like, I don't think that's really appropriate for children, but we'll just do it out the but castle. But we're gonna talk to them about it, like, casually. Yeah, and do it out in the open. Like, anyone could have, like, looked out their window and saw that. Yeah. Horrifying. But, um, I hate that Ron is having to grapple with Scabbers here, but, like, yes. And he's, like, Scabbers, trying to save him. you sweat. You shake and you sweat, because yeah. shit's about to go down for you. <laughs> he said, seriously, serious? A very bad look. I, like, <laughs> you broke his fucking My leg. My note is the exact thing. <laughs> I was like, this is not a good look, serious. Like, you, first of all, you grabbed his arm, rough. Second of all... Like, you're scaring them. I know he wants to get... I guess, is his point to get Harry down there? No. I think his point is just to get... Um, I think he just wants... He's tunnel vision on Scabbers. I think he see, knows that Scabbers is in the pocket, and mm-hmm. I think if he gets Scabbers out in the grass, he can run. So he wants to get Ron. Yeah. And so that uh, Scabbers is in an isolated place. He also wants to get Ron out in a, enough time that Harry and Hermione won't attack him. Yeah. Because, like, if they see... Like, if he just attacked Ron and then immediately went for the pocket, then yeah. Ron, Harry and Hermione would have had time to, like... Right. Well, I don't think he actually wants to attack Ron. He doesn't no, want to break his leg. Ron sticks his leg out on the trunk to stop himself from getting pulled in. Oh. And it breaks. Oh, and it, you that hear crack it, you is hear horrifying. It. I'll just... Um, Jim, will you read this for us?
Ron was on his feet. As the dog sprang back toward them, he pushed Harry aside. The dog's jaws fastened instead around Ron's outstretched arm. Harry lunged forward. He seized a handful of the brute's hair, but it was dragging Ron away as easily as though he were a rag doll. Then, out of nowhere, something hit Harry so hard across the face he was knocked off his feet again. He heard Hermione shriek with pain and fall, too. Harry groped for his wand, blinking blood out of his eyes. Lumos, he whispered. The wand light showed him the trunk of a thick tree. They had chased scabbers into the shadow of the whomping willow, and its branches were creaking as though in a high wind, whipping backward and forward to stop them going nearer. And there, at the base of the trunk, was the dog, dragging Ron backward into a large gap in the roots. Ron was fighting furiously, but his head and torso were slipping out of sight. Ron! Harry shouted, trying to follow, but the heavy branch whipped lethally through the air, and he was forced backward again. All they could see now was one of Ron's legs, which he had hooked around a root in an effort to stop the dog from pulling him farther underground. But a horrible crack cut the air like a gunshot. Ron's leg had broken, and a moment later his foot vanished from sight. I don't Yikes. like it. I don't. I like literally gagged when I was reading. It. I was like, no. I always like look over it, and I think that I thought originally that it broke when or when Sirius grabbed him, and it like broke because that's how it is in the um in the movie or like he the grabs his leg it or something. He well in the oh he drags the, him by the leg. Yeah, so and that's how it breaks in the. Uh, but this movie, is but, so much worse. Oh, horrifying. But such a good description. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Joe. you for that, Joe. Um, um, my note just said, God, I would not want to be tossed, which is just a horrible note, but I think I was just grasping for things to say, because when it's a high action scene, it's hard to, like, it's hard to take notes, because I'm like... Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that Harry just, like, drops a little bit of knowledge where he's like, oh, yeah, they're friends, like the cat. and Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you not say something? I guess because Crookshank's a very touchy subject, but yeah. still. And he thinks he's seen the dog. Yeah, he's um, a little. But so. this is, like, classic Harry. Like, keeping, like, important information, like, to because himself. Because he's afraid to say it. Yeah. Child. But he's like, yeah, they're friends. <laughs> and Hermione's like, okay. Hermione's like, what the fuck? Get out. But then Hermione's like... I love that she calls for Crookshanks because she, like, what is Crookshanks gonna do? But she's like, Crookshanks help, and Crookshanks is like, there's the knot. Like, tapped it. <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't know. I think even in this moment, like, Crookshanks is like, my loyalty is to Hermione. <laughs> like, yeah, but also to Sirius. Like, it's also to Sirius, but, oh god, oh, I love Crookshanks yeah. in this chapter. Um, Ooh, can't get ahead of myself. I also like the scene in the movie a lot, even though it's different, mm -hmm. but, like, with the whole tree, and they're, like, spinning and they're like, around. <laughs> like, her uh, body's getting, like, whipped around. And they're and in those like, costumes for so long. That's what I always... <laughs> I, those costumes are iconic. I remember I had Emma Watson's, like, her, like, pink zip-up, and then she has a rainbow belt on. Pretty gay. And then yeah. I had that exact same outfit. I know. And so I used to wear it all the time and be like, I'm dressed up like Hermione Granger, like inner cosplayer just coming out and the people would be like what you're just wearing like a normal outfit yeah. I'm like this is what she wears and the movie the third movie she wears it for like most of the movie it's like an hour and a half yeah um I always it's also what they wear when they go back in time so it's right, just so exactly. long and it just gets progressively dirtier <laughs> and I always think that like oh the movie's almost over it's like oh no they haven't even gone back in time yet yeah me too I think the exact same thing um, yeah. Is that really what my hair looks like, like from, from the back? back? I always think. I was thinking about that this whole time. <laughs> um, even though we haven't even gone back in time yet. But yeah, that line's weirdly iconic. But it's like not really something Hermione would yeah. say at all. But anyway. What's um, Crookshanks' motive, do you think? Like, see, I think that Sirius does want Harry come, to come because Crookshanks leads them to him. Like, it is part of a plan. And because um, Sirius is waiting for them. Like, he doesn't do anything to Ron or Scabbers until they get there. He's, like, sitting there waiting for them. Kind of. I think, I don't know. He also has that, like, ill-timed speech about James. Like, with oh, Harry. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you guys came. You didn't go for a teacher. Um, so, like, maybe he does. Because he, want, he wants to know Harry. He wants to get it. Like I think he also wants to clear his name with I mean, Harry. Like, but he just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. He's really bad at it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. He does want them to come down. But it seems very, like... I don't think he took Ron, Contrary to the plan. I don't think he's like, oh, I'm gonna take Ron so they come down. Like, I think he he is, like, primary thought, like, Ron has scabbers, so Mm -hmm. I'm taking him. And I know that Harry's gonna follow. Or maybe... Yeah, and I think Crookshanks, one, is very smart, so probably was, like, even if, you know, like, a meddling child, like, even if you're not gonna talk about this as adults, like, you need to talk about it, so let me press the knot, you know? Yeah. But, uh... Do they really think that the dog is going to eat Ron, though? Because that's, like, what it is implying, is that... I mean, it's supposed to be a huge dog. Yeah, like, because it can drag Ron without any problem. So... I would be scared of that if a dog dragged my friend. Because it's more like a bear. Yeah. Um. What was the shrieking track before it was, like, Lupin's hideout? Because it has, like, wallpaper and furniture, so I think it was just somebody's house. Somebody's house, yeah. Which is kind of sad. Um. Oh, God, can you imagine being dragged upstairs with a broken leg? That's what my next mm. note says. Horrible. Because, like, they talk about the blood leading up to it. It was like, ugh, poor Rod. Like, this is a very painful experience. Yeah, he went through a lot. And he's, like, so brave later. He when really he... is. Rod. Uh, um, I also love this, her description. Can we get this quote? Of, like, Sirius specifically, since it also serves to delay the, re- the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Like the sunken look with like yeah, wax like stretch across because you're face. like you're reading it and you're like okay I just want to know who it is but she gives you this full in depth description of this what he looks like and then she's like and mysterious black you know oh, yeah Harry and Hermione dashed across to him Ron are you okay where's the dog not a dog Ron moaned his teeth were gritted with pain Harry it's a trap what. He's the dog. He's an animagus. Ron was staring over Harry's shoulder. Harry wheeled around. With a snap, the man in the shadows closed the door behind them. A mass of filthy matted hair hung to his elbows. If eyes hadn't been shining out of the deep, dark sockets, he might have been a corpse. The waxy skin was stretched so tightly over the bones of his face it looked like a skull. His yellow teeth were bared in a grin. It was serious black. Um, what a great, like, haunted mansion idea is to do, like, a shrieking check. Oh, yeah. it's really scary. Yeah, certainly. They're, like, creeping through the house, and it's like, there could be ghosts. They don't know what's in there. Also, the, the maze in the fourth one is also a good haunted house idea. Yeah. Because, like, so many creatures pop up. But, oh, yeah. Um, I guess he didn't have a wand, serious <coughs> we talked about that earlier in the book about whether yeah. he had his wand or not but he takes Ron. that's a lot of like really <coughs> good like what do you call it he's surviving um, a lot without magic um yeah wandless magic like Sirius is fucking powerful i mean i don't think he's really done much magic though but yeah i guess we've talked about how you don't need it to transform yeah but, we're pretty sure because um, i think you can just do it at will it's like part of you yeah which um, is cool that's probably the coolest magic. Oh, yeah. And I love that it's so rare. Yeah. Like, seven people. we find people. that out in this chapter. Um, Although, really, we know it's, like, 11. <laughs> I love that Sirius starts this whole thing with, like, a very sentimental James moment. Like, but it's such the it, wrong time I know. for that. Like, he needs to... Like, start out with the things that are important. Like, hey, I'm innocent and I'm not trying to kill your friend. And I want to talk to you. Yeah, like, honestly, like, it took three words. Like, hey, I'm innocent. Hear me out. The rat's evil. You know? Like, not three words. But, like, not three words. But, like, like, a a a sentence, you know? Yeah, nice. Five, seven, five. Um, Like, he could have, like, these are the things that... It's, like, very literary that he doesn't, like, start out with these important facts first because you got to, like, get out there with that stuff. And it takes so long for him to be, to clear his name. And I'm just, like, serious. This is not your good, your best. Uh, uh, uh. So horrifying. Um, I also love this bickering match between Ron and Sirius. I think it's so funny and endearing in this otherwise, like, very dramatic chapter where Ron's, like... (laughs) 
you're gonna have to like kill us all of us all of us and it's your he's like, like sit your ass down like, boy Don't damage your leg more you're gonna hurt it he's <laughs> like it's your fault that it broke like yeah. you should just let me drag you into this haunted mansion i think it's so funny um, i said he, yeah he doesn't realize how he looks to them like and to harry right now he's just like so oblivious so like so like in the... Because, yeah, I mean, I guess you wouldn't... If you know that you're innocent, even though you know that people think you're yeah. guilty, if he's like, of course I'm going to mention James to him. Like, that's, like, my best friend and his dad. Um, and But he doesn't realize to Harry that's, like, the worst possible yeah. thing you could say to him. Oh, totally. But I, I also said he didn't want Ron to get hurt more heart. I drew a heart. No, I know. He's like, I like, I can see him. He's like angry with himself. Like he feels guilty that he broke Ron's Like that he realizes looks bad. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think it's actually really sweet that he mentions James like right away because he sees James when he sees Harry. Like, which is so sad. I know. It's like devastating. It is. It's like the only thing he can say, which is why I love it. I think in terms of serious, it makes sense. Because he's only thinking about his for his friends yeah. right now like James and Peter and maybe Lupin but not really even uh and then I love Harry he'd forgotten he was short and skinny and 13 and just attacks black like oh my god this poor child I couldn't even I'm, I felt like you I couldn't even take notes I was just like ugh Harry he loves you ugh serious please explain <laughs> this Oh, I have this note later, but I will go ahead and say it right here. Um, I hate rereading this section as someone who knows everything because it's the worst because it takes so long to get through. And I can see how first time readers, like, this is how you want it to be. Yeah. But, like, you still think he's bad. Yeah. And so the suspense is building. You're like, what's happening? And you're on Harry's side. He's like, like, yeah, he killed your mom and dad. Yeah. But then, like, if you haven't, if you've already read this and you're just like, can you please fucking clear your name? Because I can't deal with all of this. But hurt. The best part is, is because he doesn't think he's innocent. I know. Which, uh, <gasps> that's why he doesn't clear when his Lupin, name. Oh, God. When, uh, and Lupin. he's like, you, you don't even deny it. He's like, I don't deny it. <laughs> I'm like, but you deny part of it. <laughs> God, we're such drama queens. But honestly, though, that is the worst thing. And J.K. Rowling knows what she's doing. Know. She knows she that line break is going to destroy you rereading. Like, she wrote this scene to be reread because it's torture. Like, it's torture. Like, if he says, like, I won't deny it at first, you're like, okay, because he did it. But then when you read it a second time, it's, like, the most, like, heavy line. Oh, horrible um anyway i was like what was sirius going to do though because sirius puts his hands around harry's neck and is like another bad look (laughs) like what was he going to do i think he it was like uh that's gonna stop him like i don't think he actually meant to choke harry i think he's just like oh i've like a person that's experienced a lot of abuse and I know if I take you by the neck and like get you away but it's a bad look it's, it's a really, really bad bad, bad look. but like yes Hermione but I don't think that he can control it so much is happening in this scene that stresses me I mean out. yeah I think it was like a reflex because Harry was like trying to like kill him like yeah. I get it but it was bad it was not good and then Hermione's style and Harry kicking Crookshank <laughs> I know <laughs> Harry kicking Crookshanks is somehow very funny to me and then I get to the quote that did kill me. You killed my parents. And then Sirius is like, I don't deny it. We've discussed. Uh, and then Crookshanks. Crookshanks, my darling Crookshanks. You beautiful man cat. Leaping at Sirius to protect him. Yeah. Well, before that, when he... No, it's fine. I was... Um, Harry's like, the whole story, like, you, like he's like, I don't deny it, but if you only knew the whole story. And Harry's like, doesn't want to hear it. Um, he's like, yeah, the whole story you told them Voldemort, that's all I need to know. If it were me, like, I would want to know the whole story. Even if it was, like, bad, I'd be like, I want to know, like, what happened, like, why you betrayed them, like, all of it. Like, I would want to let him talk. But Harry's, like, obviously has high emotions right now. Again, definitely don't blame him. But I'm like, I am more 
my curiosity would be stronger than my anger at this point. Not at this point. And for me, I understand why where Harry's at. Yeah. Because when I'm, like, really mad at someone and you've wronged me, I don't want to hear your excuses. Which is what I think yeah. Harry's thinking right now. It's like, nothing you could possibly say to me would justify you selling my parents out to Voldemort. Is what yeah. I think Harry's perspective is. But when Lupin comes in and Harry's still being, like stubborn yeah. that's when I w- my curiosity would win out I was like these pieces don't work right that's when I would want to hear the story and Harry is still like he gets on my nerves a little bit once again understand right but like that's when I would have been like wait Lupin you I will hear you yeah. out I don't want to hear from this asshole but like I I wouldn't want to hear excuses but I would want to hear like I guess his side. Right, but it sounds like right, he's about yeah, to say excuses. He's like, I won't deny that I did this. So it's basically like he's saying, I did it, but, but here's why I did no, it. No, you're right. You know? And yeah, I get why Harry's angry and like can't handle this like right now. Like this is too much for anybody, let alone like a 13-year-old kid. Once again, not the best choice of words, Sirius, but he can't. Like it's because Sirius can't he's, forgive himself. He's dealing too much with his own emotions. Um, I, yeah, with the cat, yeah, I think Crookshanks is cool, but I think it's really interesting that Harry, like, disassociates. He calls Crookshanks the cat, and I think that's really important, because I think if Harry is gonna do something bad, he has to, like, disassociate. That's a rough scene to read when you go through Harry's, like sort of almost in denial thought process, he's like, I can do it. Like, I, it's just a cat. Like, in comparison to, like, what he did it's to my parents. Really dark. Like, yeah, it's a really dark thing to watch him go through. And then he keeps looking at Hermione. Like, the book keeps looking at Hermione, but Harry keeps looking at Hermione, which I yeah. think is so important in this scene. Because he's like, I can kill the cat. I don't know if I can kill Hermione's cat, which is how I read right. it. And it's really... And he refers to him as black, and I think that's, like, in yeah. his head. Yeah, it's Like, black deserves this, like, kind of thing. Oh, it's so sad. Which, so that's what I was saying, like, a couple of chapters ago, how he his anger for Sirius is so intense, but his anger for Peter Pettigrew is, like, minimal. And that makes me upset because of how much anger he puts on Sirius. And then, like, by the time everything's revealed about Peter, he, like doesn't have any anger left and even like later on like yes he's like angry with Peter but it's nothing like this and he calls him Peter or like Peter Pettigrew he doesn't call him well I think that's because Harry knows he's not the one that's gonna kill him like I think you're right about disassociating like he can call him Peter because it's like right but he was prepared to kill Sirius but when it comes to Peter he's like no nah like you can just let him live yeah when I think he's exhausted and no that's what I mean I think this scene is where Harry knows he couldn't kill Peter. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't kill Sirius. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think in this moment, he knows it's just a big pile of anger. Like, he knows he'll never be able to do it. Like, even if Crookshanks isn't there, he couldn't, like, say that spell. So, but I think that's... He also doesn't know those spells. (laughs) Right, but I'm saying, I think that's when he realizes it, right in this moment. But I just, yeah, I just hate that he wastes all of his anger on Sirius and not on Peter. Like, Peter deserves it, and by then he's, like, yeah, he's exhausted, and he's, like, confused, obviously, about Mm -hmm. what's happening, and he's, like, getting all this new information, whereas he's been simmering with the Sirius stuff all book. I also think, just not that to, like, give... Peter any like sympathy or whatever but we've said this yeah he is pathetic like you look at Peter and he's not worth killing right like Sirius is sort of strong and Sirius is also always associated with James like nobody's like Peter was James's best friend oh yeah I get it like Sirius like if Sirius had actually done this I would hate him more than Peter that I hate Peter you know I just want him to give Peter, what he yes. like, even in his thoughts, like what he puts. Peter gets to his serious. due. I love the way Peter dies. Ooh, but like Harry and Ron try and save him. I love that too. But I think Peter gets like, like he he gets a hero's death, even though he gets a coward's yeah. death. But he gets a hero's death. He which does sucks. try and save him. Yeah. Well, he hesitates, but whatever. We'll get there eventually in like three years. Yeah, but anyway, I think that's oh, his death is so poetic. It like it's it really is satisfying. Um, yeah, I'm in just such suspense this whole chapter. Um, I'm at the part where Hermione's like, we're up here, serious black, quick, and like, oh, it's just so much. Hermione's also so brave for 
for it's see this is where they like honestly Hermione's the best Hermione's the best but it's also like something is not right in this situation like Sirius could have easily killed them all right which is what is like I wouldn't be thinking about that in the moment like oh this man could clearly outpower because it feels like he's about to he literally just choked Harry yeah, but I'm saying, in terms of, like, magic, he could have killed them. Like, if he was really trying, he yeah. could have easily overpowered them. So, in terms of readership, it's, like, another good hint that, like, hmm, these puzzle pieces yeah. don't match together. Like, when you hear that he created an explosion that kills, like, that many people at once. Right. Like, if this was really a life-or-death situation, like, right. Sirius could have outpowered them. But, um... Yeah, no matter how many times I read through it, this chapter in particular still, like, gets me excited and, like, suspenseful. Um. Ooh. (sighs) Okay. Lupin. Here it comes. Here it comes. First of all, I love Lupin so much. (laughs) Second of all, um, I'm gonna do this completely out of Wolfstar because I just think this chapter speaks on its own, but. Yeah, I don't, I think it's. As much as, like, it's fun to do all that in fanfiction, it, like, taints, like, the real story, like... I wouldn't say that. I actually do ship Wolfstar even in canon, but I know you feel that way, so I can do it without it, because I think... I think, I think it, whether it's true or not, like, that's not what's being said on these pages right now. It's more about their friendship. And the history. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I meant, like, I can disassociate it, but, like, that... Ooh. The description of him seeing Sirius... And walking over to do that handshake that leads into the hug is just so fucking beautiful. Like, you're like, I don't know, but it's like that simmering, and then time kind of stops for that moment, you know? Because everything is very quick in her descriptions, and then that scene, it's like, not a long sentence, but it like, for me, it just sort of like, calm things, and you're like, what's happening? Yeah, I have a couple notes on this. The first part is when Lupin first comes in and he, like, surveys the scene. And he, like, looks at Ron, looks at Harry, looks at Sirius and Crookshanks. And then he's like, but then, um, why hasn't he shown himself? Like, he's, like, putting it all together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he wants it to be true so badly, but he, like, is almost afraid to think that there's some way that Sirius is innocent. Yeah, unless you change without telling Right, and he's like... I want this to be true, but I, it's worse to say it out loud and it not be true. Right. Which is, I think, what he's been thinking for the past 12 years. He's yeah. like, there must be some reason, but I can't let myself think that and yeah. it not be true. Right. Because it's like, he has to go through it all over again and he can't survive it a second time. Yeah, but now he, like, knows, and then I, I said, and Wolfstar was born, like, during that hug, but, um, I was like, hot damn, such a sweet moment. Like, when it's- they, and it says, like... And he embraced Black like a brother. Like, it's so sweet and, like, special. Oh, God. Because they are, like, I do think that they're all, like, they thought of themselves as four brothers. Like, all four of them. And it's really upsetting. And um, that's really more why I don't ship it um, more than anything. But, um... Because I love their friendship, like that bond they all have. I think you can still be, like, most people are best friends with the person that they love. They say brothers. Okay, but, That's like... That's what I mean. I mean, JK, you know, we know about her heteronormativity. Right. But, like... Uh, I think I think that those, like, ships are better when they're not friends. Like, it's, like, an adversary, like... Like, I'm more fine with, like, the Draco-Harry thing because they're not supposed... But that's something that, like, I think is, like, damaging. Like, I would never want Drary to be canon because I think, like getting together with someone who was, like, your abuser right. is not great. But I think someone that's based in friendship and that someone that you helped get you through yeah. all that in your life, like, that is what, like, soulmates are made of. But it's like if they had shipped Rod and Harry. I think it's different with Wolfstar. Like, it's the same kind of thing as when, like, you, like, if it was, okay, if they were heterosexual and there was, like, a male, female, like, you know, and he, like, helped him get through all this thing and one's sort of, like, the bad guy and one's sort of, like, the serious, like, nerd one, you would ship it. Like, if you read, like, a story about that. It's just that they're, like, both guys that it makes it, you know, you're like, oh, no, they're more, like, best friend brother type, you But know? it's also not just the two of them. No, I know. I'm just saying in, like, yeah. it 
it is weird, like, because of the whole, like, Marauders dynamic. Like, I see that, like, But it's the same way I don't ship Hermione and and Harry. Harry, I was thinking about that as I said. Um, heterosexual. Yeah, I think, for me, I see Wolfstar different than Harry and Hermione, but I think that's a really, like, relevant, like, point to make. Because as I was describing it, I was like, I see, like, how it could be, like, Harry and Hermione. I do think they're different character dynamics though i also don't think there's enough romantic evidence in the text yeah i mean when they like i don't know they bicker like an old married couple like things like that like they buy harry like joint birthday presents like it's very like i guess coupley like yeah i don't i don't know yeah i also like in books like more overt like this is supposed to be like they're in love with each other, kind of thing. No, yeah, I'm, and I'm not. Saying, I don't, and like, I don't care about like. I'm not saying it is canon. Gender. I'm just saying, like in general, I, um, I ship this as like I ship it. Like yeah. I genuinely like the same way I ship like Harry and Jenny is the way I ship Wolfstar. Whereas I ship Drary and like my garbage brain. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't actually think that Draco and Harry should be together. Yeah, and I use that as an example, but I don't actually think they no, should be together right. either. But, but I think it's, it's easier more to handle in when it's somebody that they're not supposed to be like friends with because I think that gets boring yeah. when it's like oh we're friends so now we're gonna be in love with each other when they've like built this like friendship based off of being friends no and I and I agree yeah. I, Wolfstar is like kind of weird for me because I am usually like that like I yeah. would never read like Jenny Hermione even though like I desperately crave yeah like, and they're like sisters yeah I don't yeah. and I, so I I get where you're coming from I don't ship Harmony obviously like yeah. so and I don't even really ship Harry Ron although I ship that more than the other two that I've mentioned I think like that's probably just fun yeah it's just like because it's ridiculous more than yeah. anything. Um, this scene is beautiful, regardless if you ship it or not. Like that friendship is so strong. Um, so we're getting to like where like Lupin is there, and like things are starting to come out, and Hermione's like a lot of things come out. A ba- like she feels like not abandoned, but um, betrayed. Betrayed. By Lupin, she's like, I've been covering for you, but I was like, has she been covering for him? Like, she just didn't tell Rodden or Harry. Yeah, she hasn't but been I think, like hiding. I think she also thinks that the teachers don't know. That's why Lupin oh. like gets her where she's he's like, well, uh, everybody I already. Knows. I love their like argument because it's like they're both they're sort of the elevated, same type yeah. of Gryffindor, where it's like they are very much like, well, you didn't have all the facts, you know? Yeah, and he's like, you really are clever, but you're wrong yeah, here. Yeah, not up to your usual standard, Hermione, is the sassiest line Lupin has ever said. I, I wish that we got more of their, like, friendship, because mm-hmm. I think that they are so much on the same level intellectually. Mm-hmm. And at the seventh one, when she's like, she calls him Remus, which Harry doesn't do very much. Like, yeah. he calls him Lupin, and so does Ron, and it's like... I don't know, I think that's, like, such an important change when Hermione starts calling all of the adults by their first name because she's, like, on the same level as them, and Ron and Harry are are still, like... They still need to be, like, Lupin, like... Yeah, professor. No, they don't say professor. He does call Mad-Eye professor. (laughs) Uh, He's like, I didn't get too much teaching. (laughs) But, um... Yeah. Well, but, oh, God. I, oh, I'm not ready for the the But Hermione and Lupin are, like... I just like it because they understand each other, I think, really well. Oh, yeah. I think they really get each other. And, like, that kind of where Hermione could have self-hate for being a muggle-born, but she, like, does the complete opposite. And I, I know it's not the same, like, mm-hmm. being a werewolf and being muggle-born, but whereas, like, Lupin, like, can't stand it about himself, and it's, like, eats him within. Like, mm-hmm. they just... But, like, they get it. I don't know. I just really like it. And, like, it. I also think being, like, the rational one in a yeah. uh, friend group that is... Breaking like, the rules all the time. Yeah, and Lupin has a similar, like, regard for the rules that Hermione does. But where he, he doesn't lets care him about do them. it. Like, yeah. But I'm saying, like, where it's similar, like, where he, like, I think... He does he does have more leeway, I feel like. I think than, that Hermione's, like, braver than he is. Oh, I definitely. think we see that many times where Lupin is kind of a coward sometimes but um, I think also Hermione has less to be indebted to them for like I feel like yeah. Lupin feels bad if he calls them out on their stuff because they've like done so much like I think yeah. he's just 
sort of like Harry in the sense where he's just so lucky to have friends. But so is Hermione. Hermione's lucky to have friends. Yeah, but she not didn't in have the any... same. Not in the same way. Like Lupin, like wasn't even gonna come to the school. Like yeah. has never had. Like everyone hates him on sight. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like he has. I think like we were saying earlier, has more self hate than Hermione does. Yeah. So but it like, I just think of Hermione being like the know it all that nobody likes. And she still does that with Ron and Harry, even though she knows that they hate that about her. Yeah. Um, and that's something that Lupin can never really do with them. And he admits that he's yeah. like, I should have told them more that they were being assholes, but basically. He, he couldn't do it. Which I love about Lupin, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just have, like, a great, and yet that they're so intellectual. Yeah. And Hermione's so hurt. She's like, <gasps> she's like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> And Lupin's like, well, you got it wrong, Hermione, so... Also, I hate how she's like, and you're a werewolf, like, that's the same as being a traitor. It's like, oh, well, you're a werewolf because you're a traitor, you're a traitor because you're a werewolf kind of thing. Well, I think she, she like, was... She, throws it in his face. She throws it in there because I think she knows that's where it will hurt, but I don't think... I, I have this, like, note later that I don't think she thinks about it the same way. Like, she, I think, foresees the werewolf prejudice and is like... I don't, I think this is Which is, is why good. she's never said anything before. Right, which is, and she, I think she sees it more like, hey, I believed that there wasn't anything wrong with being a werewolf if you were a good person underneath it. Yeah. But, like, here you are proving that stereotype right, is what I think she, like, means by that, which is a completely different reaction to Ron, which, oh, yeah. Whoo, that reaction kills. What kills me is that she says, he wants you dead too. He's a werewolf. It's like in the same yeah. line. It's like yeah. he wants you dead because he's a werewolf and he's like the worst. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're saying. And Ron, it's just expected from Ron to act like that. But I think that's this. Oh, okay. Get away from me, werewolf. Yeah, it happens right. Half like Lupin's oh, like, hey, let me, you know, you. help you, and he's like, get away from me, werewolf, which is horrible. Like he hears it and he's like immediately prejudice. And I think it's such an important thing because Hermione and Harry react completely differently because yeah, they don't like, have that. Like, he's just like, you're an asshole. Like, regardless of if you're a werewolf Harry or not. Harry hasn't even, like, comprehended what that means to be a but werewolf. I also don't think he cares. Like, it's like, no. a, like, for Ron, it immediately triggers a whole set of, like, uh, prejudices. Prejudices. Yeah. Harry's like, you lied to me more than, like, yeah. that you're And Hermione, similarly, like, when she first finds out, she doesn't say anything because she doesn't care. She doesn't have that prejudice ingrained. And it's a similar thing in the fourth book when Hagrid is, like, revealed and Ron's, like, has, like, a thing. He's yeah. like... He's uh, like, is he really like half, you know? And then like, Hermione's sort of really like violent. Puts and they're them, like, but you know how. He yeah. And it's like a, a similar thing where you're just like, you're out. It's sort of like when they say, like, oh, if you raised a child without like being in this world and then you had them like me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That little like thought experiment. Like no people. child's born racist kind of thing. Or right. Born sexist. But or I think born, this is sort yeah. of J.K. Rowling's take on that because Harry and Hermione don't have wizard prejudice. So it like, yeah. they always react to things different than Ron, which is so poignant in the book. Um, I think that this is interesting because this is the first time that Lupin really shows that he's upset with Snape. Mm -hmm. Like, because he says, um, he'll be delighted, said Lupin coolly. Um, which they always say coolly, like yeah. J.K. Rowling uses it a lot, but that's his first, like, sign of being, like, angry with Snape, mm -hmm. which is, I think, really interesting. Ugh. This, all this Lupin stuff is so good. Yeah. <laughs> My next note is, Harry is not doing okay. Yeah, Harry's having a rough time. And then I was talking about being curious more than anything. But he's just so angry. Like, there's a lot of caps. And he was wrong. You've been helping him all this time. Yeah, Harry's upset. Because, valid. well, yeah. valid. Because, first of all, he's just been, he feels like he's been betrayed on all sides. That he's like, I trusted you. Like, that, that has to hurt so much. Because Harry, like, and he's been... Somebody yeah. explain to this boy what's happening. Right. Like, Lupin, I love that we get your story, but I hate it also. This is not the moment for it. Like, uh. And he's, like, not self-aware either because Harry's like, what do you mean you wrote the map? And he's like, of course I wrote the map. Like, you're stupid, Harry. Like, we're focusing on the wrong. Like, he doesn't say you're stupid, but yeah. it's like, yeah. he's like, ugh, of course. 
course I wrote the map. Like, wave it away. He's like, of course I understand how it works. I wrote it. And Harry's like, you literally just told me, like, two days ago that... And Lupin's so secretive. I know. So Harry also feels betrayed on, like, you knew my parents? You knew all of this? You could have been telling me all of... Uh, Like, what? That's why I was so mad at Lupin earlier in the book. Yeah. Ugh. So much is revealed, though, in this chapter. Like, boom, boom, boom. Lupin, like, everything just comes out. Like, so Lupin is a werewolf. We wrote the map. Like, Moody, Padmoon, Props. Like, that's us. Your dad was one of them. Um, also. Also, like, Animaguses. Yeah, we were Animaguses. Like, that's not a rat. That's a wizard by the name of Peter Pettigrew. And then my note says, dun, dun, dun. There's your note. Yeah, there's I note. just said, ah, all of this is very exciting. <laughs> All of this is so very exciting. Yeah, so much. Oh, and it's so well done, except for the fact that they still haven't told Harry, and Harry really needs I know. to know. And then, like, Snape ruins it. Ugh. Oh, Snape. Peeking out of... Wait, is that... Is that... That's oh, no, next that's one. later. Um, yeah, so good stuff. Um, um, champ? Or points? Rat? What do you want to do? Okay, my champion is Crookshanks. Oh, I thought you were going to say Crookshanks. Yeah, um, I wanted to do, because I'll have other people as champs later. Yeah. So I wanted to really say that. Also, Lupin would be, I think, I don't know, I liked a lot of people in this chapter, but I think this is Crookshanks' best chapter, so I wanted Crookshanks to be the champion (laughs) uh, for when everything is revealed about how much she's done. Yeah. Um, this is not really that shit. Like, right. But, yeah, I get what you I love saying. when she jumps on Sirius, I think. Or he. Um, I gave it to Lupin um, for coming in and, like, kind of helping the situation because it was not going well. It doesn't do um, much by way and of And just helping. for, like, that moment with Sirius, I think is really important and kind of, like, he's, like, about to tell what's about to happen. So yeah. I think that's all good stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe Hermione, um, to some extent. Yeah. But, um, I think that the three of them are all too angry right now Mm -hmm. to think really clearly, which, again, valid, but it's hard to give them champs, um, when they're at this high emotional state. (laughs) And Lupin's so calm. Like, I love Lupin. Like, he's, like, he, I like when they describe him analyzing that situation because he's, like, Mm -hmm. he's so quick. He's, like, yeah, he's, like, Hermione. Like, he can look at a situation and be, like, this is what's happening. This is what I need to do. Um, okay, so rat, rat? scammers slash Peter. Okay, I did want to do it because I'm going to do it later. So. I'm just going to keep doing it. So I chose McNair. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of gave it to him last you time. Did, yeah, so I did McNair because he kills Buckbeak. He's a Death Eater later. He sucks. And no, also, Peter sucks because he's like wriggling out of Ron's hand and stuff. Yeah, but I, I didn't give it to him because it's so necessary for all of this to happen that I was like... I kind of low-key could have given it to Sirius for, like, kind of fucking up here. Like I couldn't give it to Sirius. I thought about this that, all wrong. That was my second after McNair. I, I just couldn't do it. I didn't even consider giving it to him, but that's, I think, who I would give it to of, like, the main people involved. Yeah, but so many... This chapter is just so good that I couldn't... Yeah, no. I'm still giving it to Scabbers. Um, I'm calling him Scabbers until it's, like, fully revealed. Um, but I will keep giving it to him for the rest of the book. That's true. Um, but that's what I meant. Like, I feel like I'm, the next, like, nine chapters are gonna be all, like, I was trying to, like, save it up. No, um, I think I said at the end of the second book, I'm like, I'm gonna give it to Peter every chapter, which I haven't done, but. <laughs> that would have been funny, though, if you had kept committed to that. I know, like, I should have committed to the bit. Yeah, like, if you're just like, it's all Scabbers' fault, so this whole book. The first rat. three books, all books. I mean, like, that's literally why book. we call it Reading Rat, is because of him, so. So he really sense. gets a shout-out every time. True, very true. Honorable mention rat to the actual rat. Um, I gave this 115 points. Ooh. Um, I, I love this chapter, um, but I was very anxious, so it's, I still give it a lot of points, but it's not to, like, I think the highest I've given a chapter is, like, 150 or 175, so 115 is pretty close. Well, I went crazy. 200. I did 200 Wow. Points. Because, honestly, I feel like we can't give justice talking about it, because when you're reading yeah. that experience, you're going through so much that I can't even feel like I'd take proper notes. But I couldn't take proper notes, yeah. Like, 
It's so well done. And the build-up for this fucking book is solid, man. Like... It's good. And I... And so much thinking gets to be done about Lupin, about his story. Like, this little chapter gets so much, like, beyond-the-world information as well that I just can't contain it all. So I think it gets a nice, solid 200. (laughs) I like the next chapter a lot, too, so um, I have to... I gave it low points. I haven't given it points yet. But not... Okay, sorry. I have an excuse for my points for the next one. Um, But, like, you just find out even more. Like, that's when you find out the whole story. So, um, finish it. Yeah, I mean, I read it. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying, like, the next... The next chapter is frustrating because, well, we don't have to talk about it on the podcast, but, like, at the end of it, you still don't know that Sirius is, like, innocent, so you're, like, come on. Like, it's so, like, this has gone on for, like, three chapters now. Um, so we're not gonna do an OWL for this chapter. We decided there wasn't much to quiz each other on except for maybe our emotions. Yeah. How did you feel? What was your emotional (laughs) thermometer right now? Um, Mine was high anxiety. High anxiety at all times. Um, So we'll be returning next week. What color eyes does Crookshanks have? Orange. Oh, that was about to be my quiz question. Yellow? Yeah, because they just talk about them a lot in this chapter. I thought that was, like, your password for the next chapter. I was like, No. <laughs> My OWL. Um, um, okay, well, yellow. Got it. Got it. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so, for the next... Um, what was Lupin's nickname while at school? <laughs> oh, yeah, you do figure that out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you do get a lot more in the next... Oh, I do yeah. like this chapter, too. Okay, so the next chapter is chapter 18, Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. Um, what should the password be? What is Lupin's nickname? Ooh, that was good. Well, we find that out in this chapter, though. Or, okay. Um, who's hiding under the cloak? Ooh, nice. God damn it, Harry. <laughs> Um, okay, so join us. It's going to be exciting. Join the rest us. of the chapters the of- are very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Very exciting. Good, good. Good, good. Great, great. Bye-bye. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba-bum, bum, bum, bum.